professional. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sweating. I'm so ready. It's really hot in here. Okay. Look at us. We have the matching AirPods. <laughs> Look, and we're dressed in black. Are we rich? It's actually. <laughs> Are we rich? Are we that girl? Oh my, oh my god. god. It's perfect that we wore black because it like matches the mic. Yeah. Look at us. <laughs> I'm okay, literally gonna okay. keep all of this in. Oh okay, okay. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Wild Thoughts Pod. I'm your co-host, Avi. And I'm your co-host, Kat. And we're back with episode two of season five. Yes. So excited. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about self-care, but why self-care isn't really it mm-hmm. and why it can be toxic. Yeah. Which so is... Super- yeah. A little twist for us because yes. we're you if you guys we're have been crazy. listening to us, we're big <laughs> advocates on self-care, but we wanted to dive in. Afi found this super interesting article and then we did further research, but mm-hmm. we found that like there can be a toxic side to self-care. Exactly. That's what exactly. we're talking about. And it's it's not to get it twisted as in like that self-care isn't good right there's like good and bad to everything so you just kind of have to assess like how much of it is necessary and all of that but we want to kind of delve into the other side of it Mm -hmm. and explain why too much of it can maybe like not be helpful or certain things about it that are maybe not the best advice or tips yes um and before we get into the question of the week i just want to address that our audio has changed. If you're listening, I hope you hear the difference. If you're watching, you can see the difference. But we yes. bought new mics and the sound quality is like amazing. So we're super excited about it. We're upgrading, you know. Let us know what, it fresh. if it sounds crisp like a bag of chips. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just like, you know, crisps. Like, yeah. Crispy. <laughs> okay, also disclaimer. We're recording at night after a long day of school and work, so please bear with us. So you know long. how we get in our nighttime episodes, but y'all, the terms are coming. It is tough out here. It is rough, let me tell you. It is but rough. okay, let's get into the question of the week. So our question was, what are your thoughts on the self-care movement? So we kind of kept it broad. Just want to see yeah. what your first thoughts were. So we have some responses. So one person said long overdue, which, okay, okay. cool. Another person said the self-care movement has forced this generation to reevaluate their needs, especially in the workforce, like advocating for four day weeks. Rather, I think they meant four day. Okay. okay. Four Four day weeks. Yeah. 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 It was the way that they wrote it. That confused me. Four day weeks rather than five are pushing for remote work. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're saying that self-care has actually, is actually pushing the way we, because we're taking care of ourselves more, it's actually switching our lifestyles and kind of Mm -hmm. like forcing us to adapt to those changes that we're making because we want to take care of ourselves. Exactly. Yes. Okay. You got it. You put it. That was perfect. Took some time. <laughs> okay, another person said, glad it's moving away from just being face masks anymore. And now it's more taking care of yourself, cooking and cleaning up your room, personal finances, etc. Real self-care is the hard stuff. So mm, this good. person 
hit the nail on the head because that's exactly what yes. we're going to be talking about. So exactly. let's get into it. Okay, that was like the last one. Perfect. Yeah. We love <laughs> Short it. Short and sweet. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. Okay. So to begin, I think, so we kind of have like four main points, but we're going to go into like little mini discussions and Kathy and I are going to add our points as we usually do. So the first point that we want to bring up, the reason why we think it can be harmful is because there is so much self-care, like superficial self-care, I would say, out in the in the media, online, mm-hmm. on social media. So it becomes very overwhelming. Like you see so much content like, oh, um, light a candle, read a book, um, put your phone away. But it's like so many new ways that are coming out that it's it's like you don't it actually creates more anxiety and mm-hmm. you don't know which one to do. So it's not always like efficient. I don't know. What do you think about that? Like it being overwhelming? Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I didn't think of that actually, but I do think that it can be overwhelming if you're kind of just doing it to do it and Mm. not, not actually with a goal of wanting to better something about yourself. Because I feel like if you know what you want to, um, what's the, not fix, but like improve improve. Mm -hmm. what you want to improve about yourself you can kind of gauge the way on how to do it. Rather, if you're just like saying like, oh, I need to do self-care because that's the trend right now, you're going to be overwhelmed because you're like, okay, do I read a book? Do I do this? Do I do that? You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Like sometimes, and this kind of will tie into like another point, but yes, because there's so much like expert advice, influencers, you kind of forget to listen to your like intuition and your own Mm -hmm. gut. Like what... Like, you know yourself, right? Yes, there are tips, but it's not always going to work for you. If you're not in the mood to do that and you have a headache, then don't go read like, well, maybe reading a book will help. But I mean, like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? You know what things are going to help you feel better and you don't have to listen to the remedies that are out there because that they may not work. Like, Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like, it's more like you have to listen to your internal voice sometimes. And For with sure. the self-care movement, there's so much outside opinion that it could kind of, like, drown your own voice out. Yeah, for sure. And I kind of touched upon this when I had the idea that this, that the that girl routine... Mm-hmm. has become toxic for, like, many different reasons. But especially what you were saying where they're kind of crafting what the perfect lifestyle is supposed to be. So people are just trying to copy that. And Mm -hmm. at that point it's unrealistic because like, like you can maybe not have the same resources. It can create a toxic diet culture or you just have like, it's just plain personality differences that it's not going to match to your lifestyle. So if you're trying to copy their self care routines because you think, Oh, if they're uh, getting up at 6am, they're uh, drinking a green smoothie, they're working out, they're journaling, mm-hmm. they're meditating, they're doing all this, and you're trying to copy that, but like that's not realistic for your own lifestyle, then it's not going to stick, yeah. and it's going to create um, a negative outlook on your life, because you're going to be yeah. like, oh, why can't I be like that? Why can't I be that girl? Mm, you know? That girl. <laughs> that girl is different for everyone, okay? Yes. But exactly what Kathy said, I think... There's a lot of like comparison and one thing that can happen is that let's say you do listen to, um, to that advice out there or you, you listen to one routine routine and you let's say you go through with the routine that you've heard on social media, but it doesn't actually make you feel better. 
So sometimes like that type of self-care, maybe because it's maybe it could be a bit superficial for what you need. Maybe you need to like dig deeper mm -hmm. and do a different type of self-care. Um, but I think it's it's really like listening to what what your your gut is saying and not just going with like, okay, I'm gonna put on a candle. Um, yeah. Do a face mask and my problems are solved because sometimes it's it's deeper than just that, you know Yes, exactly. a face mask is nice. It can make you feel comfy But if you're already like in a poor state of mind, maybe that isn't enough Yeah, exactly. And I think what you need to do is look at Self-care activities that are actually beneficial for your own lifestyle mm -hmm. rather than just taking all the tips that people have and trying to implement them because a, it's going to be super overwhelming, like you said, and yeah. B, it's not going to stick because if you're trying to change who you are rather than changing parts of your routine, that's not what's going to stick in the long term and it's not going to help you in the long term because you can't change who you are in an instant. Yeah, exactly. Agree. Yeah. And actually, one quote that I found that I took out the article and we can link that in, our, um, in the description later, but I thought it was interesting. So they said... If you're all in on self-care but still struggling, consider this hypothetical. Is your sleep disrupted because you're neglecting to take care of yourself? Or is it because you're overwhelmed by everything you're doing to maximize your self-care efforts? So mm. that is kind of summarizing like, it's basically saying like, let's say you're not sleeping well. Is it because you're not taking care of yourself? Or is it because you're spending too much time doing the little self-care tricks that aren't yeah. actually beneficial for your sleep so i don't know if that make makes sense i think it, yeah i think it's also a mentality thing because if you're doing them just to do it and not actually exactly doing them in order to better yourself or like better your sleep schedule for example right then obviously you're not going to see a change because you're just doing it because you think you have to be doing it like yes it could be a routine but routines don't necessarily need to be tasks like mm -hmm. you should do it because there's a purpose to it because you know it'll make you feel good don't yeah. just do it because an influencer on instagram told you it made them feel like you yes you can like do trial and error but after a while that may become overwhelming and you kind of need to go back to the basics you know mm -hmm. like yeah because there's yeah. so much information out there and that whole point was just that it's overwhelming it can become overwhelming which can lead to like being stressful because i know sometimes i see a lot of content too that's like self-care or like um how to be that girl and mm -hmm. it's kind of like okay which one do i do like yeah and I think the the whole that girl movement has kind of like been another rise to something that women have started to compare themselves to. And it kind of started with good intentions because it started with like, okay, let's try to build a healthy lifestyle for all of us, blah, blah, blah. But because yeah. it kind of became trendy, it it didn't it doesn't leave room for discussion anymore that it's yeah. unrealistic to expect everyone to have that same routine in yeah. order to be this perfect healthy woman or like healthy anyone because yeah. you're just telling people to copy and paste what you're doing and that's going to yeah. make them feel better which it's not exactly. because it's yeah. not realistic to assume that it's going to fit everyone's life exactly yeah exactly a hundred percent and actually oh sorry did you want to say something i just want it because i just saw a note that i had someone compared this whole that girl movement to remember tumblr days and the thigh gaps 
Oh my god. Yeah. They compared it to that where it's like a a person's biological body became a trend and people Mm -hmm. just wanted to copy that trend. Even though it's unrealistic to assume that everyone ha- will have a thigh gap. You know what and I mean? And like, exactly. No, 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 no. I 100% agree. Like, I, I remember the thigh gap was such a yeah, big, yeah, yeah. like, thing. Anyways, but um, exactly. And like, it's almost like saying like, oh, that the, the routine that you're seeing is the only healthy routine. Mm-hmm. And everything that you're doing, if it's exactly. not like that, it's probably unhealthy. But that's not the case. Like, Yeah, and just a sub point to the whole that girl routine because i feel like it's especially prominent on tiktok you only see like 10 second not even like five second clips of what they're showing you you don't know what the rest of the day looks like they could be binge eating a bunch of shit they could be just loafing on the couch for the rest of the day like you don't know so it's like yeah they're putting their their perfect routine out there for people to see but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So it's like, you're going to feel shitty about yourself if you're not doing all this. And then like, you're sitting on the couch or like you're doing Mm -hmm. other stuff and trying to relax. And then you're going to feel shitty because you're not, you're like, wow, I could be working out. I could be journaling. I could be meditating. I could be drinking green juice. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. And like Kathy said, they're showing like a small percentage of their day but they're not showing the stressful moments that they're going through yeah. that a, a day to, like a person goes through through their like day to day, you know? There are mm-hmm. stressful times during your day, which can be normal. Like if you have an exam, like they're not going to be showing themselves stressing over an exam or having exactly. like an anxiety attack about it. They're showing, they're glamorizing like 10 mm-hmm. minutes of their day basically. Mm-hmm. So you can't compare yourself to that. And one thing I was thinking about also kind of that relates to like, Maybe another, one of the other points, but everything actually, like this whole topic. But sometimes by doing, like I know personally, sometimes I would try doing like multiple self-care tips or hacks, like um, work out, uh, do my skincare, eat, drink a smoothie. And like, I would be exhausted, like... Because, like, you know when you do so much? Like, it takes effort, right, to do yeah. these things. They're not yeah. always super relaxing if you do all of them, like, in one morning. And there are so many, like, morning routines, night routines. So it's, it's like, you don't have to do all of them, honestly. Because that's, mm-hmm. that's exhausting, I find. Yeah, you have to fit things that are going to fit your lifestyle and fit your, your end goal, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, perfect. So just to, like, um, a little advice, actually, just in terms of, like, feeling overwhelmed um so this is also from the article which we'll link in the description but it says picture your ideal day from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep think about what the perfect day would include and what activities you'd prioritize focus on those activities for self-care and let go of the rest oh that's good it's nice right okay let's let's play a little (laughs) game though okay what would your perfect day be oh what girl, self-care activities would it include <laughs> i feel like it's fun okay i think i do um okay so i'd wake up but i would try not to put an alarm because i mm. don't want to disrupt like my natural like i just because i feel like when you do it too much but anyways no alarm um glass of cold water oh, okay yes start the cold- day Yes, glass of cold water. I don't know if I'm going into too self care, but like I That's find fine. stretching, stretching, like just a ten minute full body stretch on YouTube, 
Mm-hmm. One where the girl, the person doesn't talk and just there's music in the background. I found a perfect one. And it okay. literally centers you and it grounds you. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, I would just like, it depends on my mood. Like sometimes I want to wake up in the morning and do my homework right away. Cause that's when I'm like most wired because yeah. sometimes if I take too much time to get let to, let's say my main task, which is homework, I get tired by the time I oh, get 100%. to my notes. Yeah, exactly. I feel so I that. can't do too much. Yeah, I feel that because like, especially at work, let's say I'll always try to book meetings if I have to. Yeah, as early as possible because I'm like I don't yeah. want to be bothered after. I want everything done with so then I can yeah. focus on other stuff that I have to other do or like things. personal things. Yeah, exactly. And um, all and our like all the podcasting stuff. I realized that I love prepping in the morning because at night I become mm-hmm. cranky and yeah. I feel like I'm always pushing stuff, but it actually mm-hmm. ends up being worse so i would do any like tasks important tasks in during the day and just get them over with and then take like like i would do like two hour blocks and then take like a 30 to 45 minute break it could be just like watching a show for sure i need tv in there somewhere because i love my shows (laughs) and maybe i could read to switch it up but i don't need to read for like long periods of time it could be like a 20 minute like frame during the day Mm I get too lazy to go on walks, so that's unrealistic. <laughs> so I'm not going on walks. And then Help just, that. like, eat eat well. Like, like try to, I feel like, order less and just see mm-hmm. what I have in my fridge and make, like, a recipe out of it. And then chill with my family, and that's the day. Nice. That was a lot. <laughs> I like that, you? though. Yeah. Okay. For me, I feel like I would wake up, um, do my skincare because I always mm, have to oops. do my morning skincare is skincare like is imp- where it makes it's you at feel for nice. me. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Like, you know what? I know a lot of people that they only wash their face at night and in the morning they just splash cold water and it freaks me out. But apparently that's good for your skin. Oh my god. Okay, but that's what I started doing because I have dry skin. So yeah. especially in the winter, if I wash it too much, like it gets super flaky. And what I saw was because you don't necessarily need to wash it twice a day, but it's up to your skin type, right? Like yeah. depends what kind of skin or what works. But yeah, now in the winter, in the summer it's different maybe, but in the winter I'm only washing it at night, like when I shower. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm just anyways. doing this. Quick side note there, but yeah, yeah, I'll wash my face, put on my moisturizer, you know, I feel good when I do that. Mm -hmm. Then I'll go in a different place, so I'll go in the living room instead of my room, read Mm -hmm. my book with my coffee and my breakfast, and just, like, be in the moment. I feel like if I had the perfect day, because I already do this in the morning, but I have to stop by, like, 8, because I have to start getting Mm -hmm. writing for work. If it was my perfect day, I would stop when I felt like it. Feel like it. just read the morning away. You just have to, sometimes you just have to go with what you feel and not schedule it out too much because some days you want to read your book for two hours. Some days you want to read your book for 30 minutes and some days you don't want to read it at all. Okay. Exactly. Period. I think, yeah, routines are good, but you need to be flexible on them. Yes, exactly. I love that. Okay, great. (laughs) And then it's like the same thing that you said. I like to get my work done in the morning. So like, I feel like I'd want to finish everything by two. Like that's, mm, that's my cutoff. Nice Cause yeah. after two, I'm like my brain is shutting off. I Even swear, now, I don't know why. So... I'm just like I can't think past two p.m. <laughs> I know, no, same, same. I feel you. I'm the yeah. exact same way. 
So then I just relax, like watch some YouTube. Maybe if I'm feeling it, do my makeup because that relaxes me too, you know. I love that. Watch some movies, TV shows, stuff like that. I personally love my desserts. I would love a piece of cake, some ice cream, something like that. Mm. (laughs) And then, yeah. (laughs) And then you just relax, maybe read before bed again. And that's it. Wow, I love yeah. that. It sounds really relaxing. I love it. I forgot to add to mine if yeah. my perfect day would include going to a therapy session. That's good. <laughs> like, I just I remembered like just I forgot event. to mention. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, tell so us. I just remembered while you were talking before, I'm like, oh, you mm-hmm. know what would be good? A nice massage. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because now we're thinking like what we typically do. But let's say we could choose yeah. anything. We could yeah. afford any. Um. Oh my God. A, a nice massage. 90 a- minute massage. Going to like a chiropractor and just like cracking my back. I've always wanted to do that, but it scares me because they it's- like whip your neck and I'm like, Ugh, I can't. Yeah. No, but anyways. Okay, we're off topic. Scary. But Okay. We love it. Chiropractor. <laughs> Chiropractor, okay. hit us up. Yeah, hit us up, sponsor. <laughs> we'll review your place. A free sesh. Exactly. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of the first like sub point. Mm-hmm. Um, the second point we wanted to make, it kind of, it, it all relates, but it's kind of that um, the self-care movement can kind of make you lose like your intuition and like we said, your internal voice because there's so much material out there. You start kind of mixed, like you kind of can't tell if it's something you truly want to do or if it's mm. because you were influenced by like what you saw on social media, right? Like, yeah. so it can sense. get like silenced and like just it dra- it um, gets lost mm-hmm. with all of that because there's so much. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like it's heavily, like we say this all the time, but everything that we do is heavily influenced by social media. So if we see that an influencer is like always posting their good times, they they look amazing and they look like they're being so healthy and they're posting some parts of their routine, you're like, oh, I should do that because I want to look like X person. I want to be like X person. Then obviously that's where the toxic elements come in because you're just doing it to be like someone else and not really to right. improve yourself. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And one thing too is that like um, when you kind of lose your... Like intuition usually helps with making decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're listening to yourself. You're not asking advice um, from others. You're just going with your gut feeling. So if you kind of stop listening to your intuition, then you're always going to be kind of listening to others and trying to get other people's approvals or yeah. getting advice from different types of people. But you just got to get advice from yourself because it intuition does actually help like with your decision making skills and like knowing what to do for yourself. So yeah. Cause you it's your life. You know what you need. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but that point is really short. It was just kind of mm-hmm. about intuition and like listening to your internal voice. Um, but that's with anything. It's just like when there's so much material, social media, you can, there's so much information about everything. Right. Yeah. So, but the self care movement in the last couple of years has really like taken over and people started to talk about it more, which is good because it, mm-hmm. it, it can help like with mental health always, but it could have like the negative effects also. And then our next point was that um, self-care can be time-consuming. Okay, so Mm -hmm. I know this can sound like kind of like, uh, but self-care is like, why would you not want to spend time on making yourself feel better? But it it all kind of relates 
there's so much info out there that it's kind of hard to know when to like stop consuming it and actually take action. Mm-hmm. So I know for myself, like I'll be on TikTok looking at everyone's day, like day in my life, saving all these tricks, like workouts, things, but I don't actually like go ahead Implement. and do it. Like I, I think all the videos I've never looked at that I've saved and I have like, <laughs> hundred, like I have hundreds oh of them. Yeah. But there's so much out there. So you want to go and like, it's amusing to look at someone's day, but it doesn't always like necessarily help you take action for yourself. Mm -hmm. I think it also is time consuming because like more on the positive side, you do need to take the time to kind of figure out what's going to work for you. Right. But it also goes back to what Afi was saying at the beginning, where it's like, if you're, if you're doing so many different activities just to do them then obviously you're you're just wasting your time because you're not really bettering yourself that way you're just yeah let me it's like a on robot a mask. let me uh, yeah. light a candle let me just meditate even though i'm not really meditating like it's just yeah you're just doing things just be- to say that you've done you've done them you know exactly i think less is more in this case i think it's mm-hmm. better if you do like two things that make you feel good instead of doing like five seven things in your like self-care routine that are not like deep rooted like they're just like two seconds two second things that really don't do much for you i think it's all with purpose right like with intention you know how they say yeah. like do everything with like a purpose intention like yeah. if, it, if if you know it's not gonna make you feel good like or if you're doing it every day and after the first day you're like okay this doesn't work don't continue doing it you know what i mean mm-hmm. maybe change it up or do something more meaningful to you cuz like self care is different for everyone yeah and this kind of like relates to one of my points where i said there's there's like a line between being careless and being careful with what you're doing so like if you're if you're calling like let's say binging netflix one afternoon yeah. self-care yeah that one afternoon that could be self-care maybe you need that break but if you're doing it every day and still calling it self-care then you're just creating a lazy habit yo this you know what i mean noticed. Yeah. like even i do this joke but like yeah. you know when we're like oh gonna like spend eighty thousand. like as a, i'm exaggerating but like i mean i say spend, this like, every, i literally say it every day <laughs> like, no exactly and it's like obviously we're joking but there yeah. is you you see this pattern even on social media like we'll be like i don't know calling in sick like okay that's different yeah. but you know what i mean like everything no, no, and no. we're like self-care exactly, exactly. self-care yeah. but like so there's a negativity to it because now we've we're justifying we've, we've normalized it so much that it's like we label everything that's unhealthy as self-care, self-care. so that even if we do it every day, we're just saying like, oh, it's because like I had a long day at work. I needed to exactly. eat. I needed to binge eat all this. Like we're just exactly. taking unhealthy habits and saying that it's okay just because we're calling it self-care. But yeah. we're not saying like, don't, you can't ever be unhealthy. You can't ever yeah. do this. We're just saying like, don't use the term self-care as an excuse yeah. in order to to fulfill your unhealthy habits. Does that make exactly. sense? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> you can't use self-care, like, the term, to justify yeah. every action in your life that isn't in line with, like, healthy habits. Like, okay, we get it. You need space, but it doesn't mean it. like, you eating a full bag. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, chips yeah. every day isn't self-care. That's just a binge eating problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. No, but, like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. But... 
you kind of have to, yeah. That's the thing, because it's become very, like, Instagrammable, mm-hmm. like, social media self-care, but, like, it's not super, not everything is super, like, deep-rooted yeah. and, like, purposeful. It's kind yeah. of just That's become a I trend. Exactly. Like I think there's two parts to the toxic behavior that self-care has created. It's either, like, you're trying to be perfect, or you know that you're not going to be that perfect, quotes lifestyle so you're just saying like everything that you do that you know is unhealthy is going to be self-care because you're like i'm just i'm just going to treat myself i'm just going to do this exactly. which like but i'm, I'm like, kind of like stabbing at myself because i say this all the time and i do yeah, that all the time we're, but i like... mean we do the trend we're part of the trends too yeah. like it's normal that we like take it on but we recognize that it can like when i say it i know that like okay i'm just yeah. Obviously, this isn't always right, but I'm going to just be like, self-care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but also like what we mean also by it's time consuming is that like, especially nowadays, like a lot of people have like very busy lifestyles. So spending so much time like focused on just self-care. Okay, what is my routine, my morning, my night? That can kind of lead to like anxiety and stress because you could be, you don't have to focus like all these hours into into just that one thing because you have other things to do so sometimes it can kind of goes into with like the overwhelmingness and like not not kind of listening to yourself yeah i think it should be something that you can integrate seamlessly into your own routine exactly that won't like that will make you feel good but is not going to interfere with other things that are maybe actually part of your self-care if that makes sense because when you think of it, the term self-care is so broad too. Cause it could literally be like anything that makes you feel good, but it's, that's what, there's so much info that it's confusing almost. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you say that. Cause I actually have the definition of self-care in one of my notes oh, because one of, yeah, one of my topics that it kind of ties into what I was saying before, but I also have like indulging versus actually taking care of yourself. So like, I wrote that the literal definition of self-care is any practice or action you initiate to better your physical and mental health. So it has to be something that, yeah, it has to be something that you're intentionally doing because Mm -hmm. you know it's going to benefit your health in some way. So like reading, like it can relax you. Yeah. Which maybe it'll help your, if you're feeling stressed or anxious. So that can be something, but it's, there's like a very thin line between what is actually self-care and what is just like me Mm -hmm. doing something that I like to do. Yeah, that's the thing. I think social media has kind of like, um, um, there's been like a miscommunication towards what it actually is. Cause that's the thing. We take like the superficial definition. We're like lighting a candle, self-care. Yeah. But that's not really lighting a candle isn't really meditation. You're not it's, looking into your exactly. deep self. Like lighting you're just, lighting your candle is like in preparation for the self-care that should be happening. Exactly. So that's kind of what I was saying where I was like, yes, it technically the definition feels like it could mean that it's anything to take a break from your hectic life, but yeah. you also need to follow up with the rest of what's what's going to happen in order for you to change and better yourself in that way. Like, is it going to lead your way to... of living. Exactly. Yeah. Like, is what you're... Is you lighting your candle every day leading to an, a better better you, a, like an improved version of you or whatever you're yeah. trying to improve? Is it resulting that? Or is it just, like, temporary, like, feeling good and then it goes away? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Is it like actually lighting a candle is 
an environmental thing. It's not, yeah. it's not going to help <laughs> your physical and mental health. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It may make you feel like nice. It may smell yeah. good, but. But is there a change happening <laughs> by lighting a candle? No. <laughs> not really. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I guess like kind of like the advice for um, self-care consuming your time would be like assess like how much time you're actually spending consuming self-care and if it's really paying off so like like the example we just said like is you lighting your candle every day actually contributing to you taking care of yourself or is Mm -hmm. it just like an object something that smells good in your room and that and kind of maybe makes an atmosphere but not more than that so you kind of just have to evaluate like yeah how much time i feel like self-care has just become such a loose term that we use it to like describe anything that we're doing to indulge and not to actually take action to create a better life for ourselves. Exactly. And you know what's interesting is I was looking at another article too, but you know kind of like self-care can go into like self-love and like loving Mm -hmm. yourself. And I think that kind of goes into it too because when we say like self-love, you know, it's like also body positivity, but it's also like loving yourself for who you are. So it's kind of excusing, not all of it. So I don't want to, I have to like, because I, I do believe in like loving yourself and all of that. But I think it could, like, for example, if we're like, oh, um, yeah, we're binge watching Netflix all week for the next month. And we're like, oh, but like, this is like, this is who I am. So I'm like loving myself because I love yeah, to watch Yeah, you're like TV. embracing your, but yeah, I get what you're saying. So it kind of goes into like the whole like self-care stuff too. And it's, I was reading this um, article and it was talking about the kind of self-care, self-love movement and how it's a little bit unrealistic. So it wasn't saying like you should hate yourself, but that loving yourself completely is a little bit unrealistic and it puts the expectations a little bit too high because in a way I kind of agree with that Mm -hmm. because there's sometimes you won't fully love something yes you can maybe learn to love it or just kind of like get get yourself to the point that you want or whatever but i guess in a way it could be because maybe someone can't relate to the feeling of like loving themselves all the time and they see that on social media and it kind of creates like okay why don't i love myself no 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 so that's like a big deep conversation too but i think the difference is like yeah, it's hard to love yourself fully, but there are yeah. ways that you can learn how to catch yourself from yeah, thinking exactly. negatively. And I think right. that's where people have the disconnect between like, okay, yeah, like stop rubbing rubbing it in our faces that you love yourself. But it's like, yeah. I don't love myself every day, but I know yeah. how to change my thought my process mentality. along the way. Ex- exactly. My mentality which yeah. maybe some people don't and that's why they're they're more bitter towards it. Yeah, exactly. And also like social media has a, a big part in like how we look at ourselves. So yeah, it's like always. influenced us. So uh, social media always social causing, media. Causing, causing trouble. <laughs> maybe we need to do an episode about the negatives of social media because I feel oh my like God. everything we talk I about feel, is like I feel like social media, I've had social media. <laughs> so many high school papers written about that. <laughs> Yo, literally the negative. Im- let's just oh, take man. up our essays that we've written on them. Oh, man. But, yeah, I feel like we've said a lot of similar things. But I think people... This is, like... There's... You can go much deeper into this if you, like, do a lot of research. But we're kind of covering, like, the general topics around it. Um, But our last point is basically that 
Um, the self-care movement, one main flaw that it has, I think the biggest flaw, is that it doesn't take into consideration like mental health issues. So self-care can't fix everything, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it can't cure your clinical depression or your anxiety. The proper way to actually deal with that would be to go see like a mental health professional and or take medication. It makes people think that like anything is easily fixable. You don't like something about yourself, just fix it. You're not feeling happy, light a candle. Yeah. Like eat a salad, you'll feel good. But like it's not like <laughs> eat a salad. Eat a salad. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, it's not actually like that. And that's what yeah. I meant. It's like, let's say you do everything that's recommended, but you still don't feel good and you're like, what the hell is wrong with me? You know? So I think but there see, needs to be more I think- awareness. Yeah, I agree with you where you're kind of saying that like self-care is taken so lightly that we don't see the bigger picture. And right. I feel like going to therapy is self-care. Self-care. Because you're doing that- something to better yourself. But people don't consider it like that. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. They consider yeah. it more of like the light, like easy to do things. Exactly. I think I've seen people talk about therapy and a lot of like some educational posts, but I, th- I think, um, maybe there are some that don't include it because I think the general overview of self, the self care movement nowadays is like, you know, um, go take a walk, read a mm-hmm. book, um, like drink water, light a candle, all that. But exactly like Kathy said, I've, I've seen people say like, oh, okay, maybe you need more than just like lighting a candle like yeah so it is part of self-care um but i guess it's because like not i guess because here it's saying that we say that self-care can fix us or make us feel better but if the therapy is included i guess in a way that works like it could make us feel better but yeah yeah. the more that we talk about this i feel like Everything self-care related that's on social media is very, like, first step. So, like, yes, your first step can be to go for a walk. But what are you going to do after that if, let's say, you want to better yourself physically? Then you should start doing, like, hit workouts, trying to at least three times. Like, it's, it's like, a first step to building the habit that you want to do in order to improve whatever you need to improve. Yeah. So I feel like we just leave everything so high level and that's what's put on social media. That's like the high level stuff, but no one's showing the actual work that needs to be put in, mm-hmm. in order to reach what, whatever you need to do. Exactly. It's more like they show like, oh, it's an easy fix, but they don't show the actual like process and the struggle exactly to actually get to like a happy place. They yeah. show like the easy fix type of thing. Like, you know, oh, I'm tired. Get a coffee or tea. But like, self-care i think is that like like kathy said i think the original definition is more of a deeper meaning that we're kind of avoiding yeah so yeah but i think it's because like i think commonly people don't always mention the mental health thing with the self-care so maybe that's why like that's become like an issue with the self-care movement because it's more Mm -hmm. like that girl and like yeah all that like other I, stuff so yeah because i feel like it's kind of related mental health is more related to like let's say like journaling and meditating but it's like yeah. doing one journal entry is not going to fix your mental health problems exactly but also someone was saying like um 
Because, like, you know, if you have, like, depression or anxiety, it could be, uh, like, a chemical imbalance, mm-hmm. right? Usually it's like that. So, obviously, like, you might need medication for that. Maybe you're going to need to go to therapy to learn how to cope with that. But it's not yeah. going to fix you necessarily. Like, it's not going to go away, but mm-hmm. it can definitely help. So, I think sometimes self-care, like, avoids, um, like, things that are, like, genetic... Um, or how do I say hereditary genetic yeah. and like imbalances like chemical things in your you know what I mean in your body yeah, yeah, and your yeah, brain yeah. so For I sure. think that too like the the not the science part of it but yeah kind of this. yeah it's just it's just like everyone keeps everything so surface level and they don't show the the hard times that you have to go through in order to reach your goal yeah, exactly. And um, one thing that I took away um, from the article that I was reading, it said that like, although like self care actually helped like decrease the stigma around mental health, like it did help, but it can be tricky to kind of dis- differentiate between like the self care needs and the mental mm-hmm. health concerns. So like, cause yeah, cause like self care needs and mental health concerns are kind of different, right? Like. Yes, therapy can be included in that, but like we said, some there could be a bit of a line between like self-care and actually having like some type of chemical imbalance in your brain. So it's it doesn't always go together, I think. Mm-hmm. And sometimes maybe that's the issue too. Maybe we group it too much under self-care. Maybe it should be like its own category, like mental health yeah. and then self-care. So that way it's not we're not putting them, you know inside each other like i said inside <laughs> such a each weird other. way to say it not inside no each but other. i get what you're saying i feel like we're we're grouping too many things under one category that the real things just get lost in it exactly we're making like you said the definition of self-care is so broad yeah that it can become controversial because there's other there's already a mental health category yeah and you can't just link everything to self-care so maybe we just need to keep things separate and yeah just have more meaning into self-care i guess yeah just use use your intention um yeah and okay so my last our last point actually from Mm. the article i wanted to read another quote because i thought it was really well worded but it basically said for the last point so here's the problem the same symptoms that self-care seeks to solve like being tired unmotivated or overwhelmed can mirror common symptoms of mental illness As a result, people struggling with depression or anxiety might assume their experiences are simply the result of too few candles because that's what the internet is telling them they need in order to relax. Mm. So I think that summed it up what we wanted to say nicely, but it's just, yeah, yeah, that's basically... people, People just take the easy way out exactly but that that that's what they're saying it's we mentioned this but it's like what if it doesn't make me feel better and they're like oh i'm feeling sad because oh yeah i didn't i didn't put my my face mask on tonight you know what i mean so (laughs) it's like no but you know what i mean yeah yeah so that's why i feel like all all of these like like we're just referring to to them as social media self-care activities but basically like all of those can just be an addition to your core self-care activities that you need to do does that make sense exactly yeah what do you mean by core self-care though so like like let's say going to therapy yeah journaling can be an addition to that meditating can be an addition to that but maybe it'll self-care activity is therapy exactly because that's the actual 
yeah um helpful not solution but that will help improve your like your mental state and the meditating may the journaling may feel good after you've gone to therapy after you're dealing with the issues then maybe you'll be able to like enjoy because you're dealing with like the issue at hand yeah and you're just journaling to enjoy your day and like maybe talk about your therapy i don't know like yeah so they're more they're more complimentary and not the solution exactly yeah and i think one important thing it's basically like the symptoms right like self-care it seeks to like solve issues like being tired unmotivated overwhelmed but that may that like they said is mirroring maybe a common symptom of like a mental illness so i think that too is an issue because it's like I think it's, we have to, it's the categories. Mm -hmm. It's we're putting too many things into one boat. And exactly. People can't recognize. (laughs) It's a one basket. One one boat, isn't it? Don't people people say boat? No, I don't know. I've heard basket. Okay, anyway, sorry. I've heard boat. Anyway, y'all let us know. Boat or basket? (laughs) Um, But I think. Sorry, I cut you off. That was my fault. No, 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 it's okay. It's it's okay, it's okay. Um. But yeah, exactly. We're putting too many things into one and we need to figure out what the true definition of each is maybe. But like, I think it's also because like people don't know where they stand then because they don't know which one they're relating to since both are similar. Like the, like self-care is taking on like the definition of like mental health too. Cause it's like, Oh, going to therapy is self-care too. But Anyways, now we're just yeah. like confusing. Now yourself. I'm getting lost. <laughs> Same. Um, but yeah, but those were like kind of our main points. Kathy, did you want to add anything else? Uh, I don't think so. I think we can go into like our each of our takeaways from the episode, maybe. Yes. Okay. Okay. So cool. you want to go first? I can go I first. Just, I yeah, think you my first. takeaway because I didn't really think of it was yeah. when you were saying how self care can be overwhelming mm-hmm. and time consuming. Because, like, that, like, as you were saying it, I was thinking of, like, when I, when, let's say I do, like, my full self-care, like, I'm doing me yeah. stuff today, where <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm taking my long shower, which yeah. includes Ooh. a hair mask, exfoliating, yeah. shaving, like, everything. I'm doing my face That you're tired at the end of it. Exactly. I'm, like, exhausted. And it's, like, did it, like, yeah, maybe, maybe I felt good in the moment, but now I'm yeah. exhausted for the rest of the day. It's, like, what, yeah. I just wasted my day. But I feel mm. like um, the overwhelming part was super interesting to me because I, for me personally, like, I wouldn't have realized how, how intimidating it could be to take yeah. steps towards self-care if you don't really know what you're doing. Yeah. So I think that was super interesting. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I think for me, the main thing is your intuition. Because I think mm-hmm. I always say that too. Because sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a routine. I'm going to stick to this morning routine. It's my self-care. I'm going to feel good. But the thing is, sometimes I didn't want to do that thing that day. I wanted to do something else instead. Like my gut was telling me, oh, I'm in the mood to read a book this morning, mm-hmm. but tomorrow I'm not. But in, but the routine that you create yeah. kind of tells you, no, you're doing these things every day for this amount of time. So I think the main thing for me is just listening to what you feel like doing. Like that's self-care to me is mm-hmm. if you um, don't feel good and you want to go talk to your friends and just vent to them, then do that. If you want to study in the morning at eight o'clock, then do that. Just 
too much of anything isn't good and yeah so stick to your intuition that's my main thing yeah i love that okay well i hope you guys enjoyed this episode sorry we were a little (laughs) i don't even know we were kind of all over the place because we can't think today but nonetheless i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and if you did please leave a little thumbs up leave a review on our podcast on spotify and apple Podcasts. subscribe to our youtube channel leave a comment do all that you know follow us on instagram at wild thoughts pod and us individually everything is linked down below and let us know what you took away from this episode and if you have any other kind of like controversial things that you want to add yeah we love a good debate yeah exactly (laughs) we love it we love it so yeah i think that wraps up the episode so we'll see you guys in the next one Bye.